Hello everyone, and welcome to FUVFC. We're talking soccer in the Bronx, and before I even turn these guys' mics on, I've got something to play. Mess that up real quick. Overwhelming Tottenham in the first 20 minutes. This is the Christian Hoban that said this was the biggest game of the season for his Tottenham Hotspur team. Man, oh man, that's a thank you to Arlo White for the call, by the way, NBC Sports Network. By the way, one of my favorite announcers. Just want to, just a bit of a sidetrack there for a second. But welcome into the podcast, Christian you know and Rich. How you, you guys what? doing? You know what? Hold on. Hold wow. On. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Sadio Mane cannot run past Danny Rose, but the three of us could run past Ben Davies. I'm not surprised he scored twice. I'm surprised he scored only twice. You think we can make that happen? You think we can make that happen? Run past Ben Davies? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get on a plane. Get on a plane. Let's go. I, yeah. get, I get the feeling that Christian is a little a little upset. I'm a little I'm a little sore. That was a, that, little was a bit. that was a low blow, John. Hey, I, that was yeah. a low blow. I, I figured I went out there and I said, you know what? We're not gonna talk about Tottenham. We got better things to talk about. We got Champions League. We got whole speculation with Antoine Griezmann. I, we, I said it to Christian verbatim. I said, we're not going to talk about Tottenham. And I thought to that, myself, that you was, know what? That was the only reason yeah. I came on today. Let's I said, I'll little... come on if we don't talk about Tottenham. <laughs> let's do a little... And he's like, all right, fine. We won't talk about let's it. Let's do a little bait and switch here. Let's get a, <laughs> let's get, let's bring up some nice memories from this past weekend. But anyway, welcome into the podcast officially. Christian Hoban, Rich Franco. How are you guys doing this afternoon? It's good to be here. I'm, I'm doing a little worse than I was about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, who's doing worse than you guys, or doing worse than you, Christian? The Barcelona fans. Barcelona, Barcelona yeah. fans. We're just all gonna of, we're all just gonna, of Barcelona. We're just gonna jump right into that. Four, four nil at One, the two, hands three, of Paris Saint Germain yesterday. Christian, your thoughts? Well, you know, I feel happy for the two birthday boys who scored yesterday. Ooh. Yeah, I know, Di Maria was, was a nice and Edinson Cavani on their 29th and 30th birthdays, respectively. Um, they, I don't know what the deal was with Barcelona. They just looked. I, I, I hesitate to say this, but in the midfield, they just looked old. They looked That's, slow. I, I agree. They looked I really agree. That was old and old. slow. What I, what I really took away from that was they, they couldn't really compete no. midfield wise. Like that, you know, you have your top three strikers up there that are world, world class. Like yeah, top, yeah. top, best, maybe, best, best, three, front, best, best front three in the world, hundred percent, and. Doesn't matter they're, if they can't get the ball. Yeah, their midfield was stale. Iniesta was, Iniesta was was gone. I, I don't know what I, his I, deal was. What was he doing? What I w- the main thing to take away from Di Maria's second goal, not his first one, his free kick. The second goal was that all you see, all you, that's a gorgeous goal. I know. But the main thing I took away from that is you just see Iniesta just lumbering along behind yeah, him, he, not even yeah. not even lost. interested in the play, not yeah. even interested in the play. And he's wearing that captain's armband. If you're wearing the captain's armband and you've you've been one of the world's top players for about eight to ten years, you've won a World Cup for your country. You have to give your all, not just in La Liga games, but in especially a road Champions League game when your team yeah. is already down two nil. Two nil at that point. Right? Like, come on. I know. I understand he's old and he's he's coming towards the end of his career, but. You're playing for the world's biggest club in Barcelona, and you're the captain of the world's biggest club. You've got to put 100. You've got to put yourself on yeah. the line. That and the, the for the entire 90 minutes. The four, the fourth goal especially is what really showed it to showed it to me, and that their midfield just wasn't there. Yeah, and yeah. they just lacked that sense of urgency where it's like you know, come on guys, you're down three nil at this point, and 
you know you've got another game coming up. Yeah, I mean, you're, so, you're Barcelona, you've got the best front three in the world. You exactly, can come back from 3-0 exactly. no at They're, home. And that's and if, that's what they were talking about is yeah. if, if there's if any they get team one in the back, world, yeah, any I mean, team in the world that can do it, it's Barcelona. Right. And but that, 4-0 is just too much. 4-0 was stunning. It, the, I'm yeah, the fourth goal, they how easily right they back. move through just tore up yeah. the field. He just, just casually, too. It wasn't exactly. like it was... He sprinted up the yeah. field. No, everyone was like, Cavani oh, you know just moving through the back line, no problem. I it will, was just I'll say this. Apathetic. The, there were warning signs for Barcelona. First of all, this hasn't been their strongest season domestically. That's one thing. That That's the least of... That's the lowest of my points. Another point is that Unai Emery, he's Sevilla manager. We need we need Mir here to say it with his perfect <laughs> yeah. accent. But Unai Emery, he was formerly Sevilla coach, obviously, and right, he's yeah. played Barcelona 23 times in his career. Just read right, that stat yeah. a couple minutes ago. But the other thing was, you see teams like PSG who do really, really well domestically, but they can't really bring it in the Champions League. It's so hard to do both in this modern day right. and age in football. It's very difficult. You barely yeah. ever see a team... Take Real Madrid, for example. They didn't win La Liga last year, but they won the Champions League. I mean, look at PSG. They would dominate the league, but they would lay an egg internationally. But now it's kind of backwards with them. They've kind of saved themselves. Not that they haven't been playing well mentally in Ligue 1, but they've kind of have something to look forward to in the Champions League. Okay, this is our time to redeem ourselves. I, I, they didn't have that. Re- showed it. They didn't have that determination. They're just like, okay, we've won the league. It's not like we, were, we don't have to focus on the Champions League. The Champions League is their main goal this year. Right. 100%. Even, even if was, even if they nip the, the league, exactly. Too, but which I felt was a little ironic now that he's gone. And, <laughs> no, I know. And and they're doing, many, doing really How many well, times yeah. has that happened to poor Zlatan? Oh, no, poor Zlatan. I feel I feel so bad for him. Not at all. But but the. The thing that was interesting to me about PSG is, um, I mean, when you think of a team like Barcelona, you think of when they lose, when you hear that they lose, if you didn't watch the game, you assume that it was a lucky goal or right. two. But Counterattack. Yeah. Real, Real Madrid didn't 90- win La Liga last year, right? Did they uh, win La Liga last year? I, I don't recall. I, be- I don't think they did. I'll look yeah. that up real quick. You Check, guys can yeah. you Yeah, so, but the thing, the thing about that game was it was just PSG dominating all 11 positions. Like, like everything. Everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Every, everywhere. It was just unbelievable. I mean, I, I honestly did no, not. No, yeah, Barcelona, w- Barcelona won last year. I was yeah, there. okay, but, we're good. But, all right, but glad you're glad you've affirmed there. Okay, just little, wanted just yeah. wanted to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, something I was like I was just looking at is turn your mic off there, Rich. I, oh, whoops, whoops. <laughs> all right. So, well, something I was just looking at was uh, although Barcelona won possession wise, they had one shot on goal. One shot. One shot. You have the top three strike like striking. And it wasn't one of their top three who had that strike. Exactly. I, I can't remember who it was who had that strike, but it was like a midfielder, I think. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, yeah, I don't recall. It, it, he it put was... it off the post when they were already down 3 no, or 4 No, 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 no. That was – I don't think a post – post shot Does, doesn't count on goal. Okay, never mind. That doesn't count on a uh, shot yeah, on but, goal. All right, yeah. never mind. But that was their, that was their opportunity. It was Andre Gomez. That okay. was their best, yeah, yeah, best okay. chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're correct. He broke free and Trap made a great save on him. Yeah, you were correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One shot on goal. There's something. Something's going on there. Like you have the best striking partnership in the world up there, the yeah. trio, and you have one shot on goal in a Champions League game. It's not good. Yeah, there you have it, folks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to say the least, it's, it's not a, good. And, and the other, the other thing is, ten shots, uh, ten shots on target for PSG. Sixteen shots in total, even with only forty-three percent possession. PSG were efficient. With the ball, and that's yeah. the one thing that Barcelona did not do. They were wasteful. Yeah, something, when they had some, the ball. something that Alexi Lala said yesterday. What wasn't so much as 
you can't as much as blame Barcelona for yesterday, but you have to give a lot of credit yeah. to PSG and yeah, how absolutely. they played because they executed. They knew what they wanted to do when they got out there, and they did it. They and like you said before, John, they executed at all eleven positions. They outplayed Barcelona, and they just wanted it more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was it's it's weird to see such a great team place with such a lethargy. Yeah, like like you do, you. You expect, like, even when they're not playing well, you expect just the sheer talent of a team like Barcelona to at least get one or two or, like, keep them in the conversation for coming back home. There's always like, that hope. Like, yeah, you know, like, maybe get that one away goal. Yeah, like, yeah. like when, it was three, when it was three nils, like, wow, this is crazy, but maybe, you know, they get one back. But if Barcelona would have gotten one back when it was 3-0 to make it 3-1, all they need is oh. a 2-0 at home, which yeah. is and they're easy yeah. for so them at the easy. Camp new. They're yeah. through so into the next round, taken care of. But once they went but down 4-0, that was it. They're I, done. Yeah. That was, they're that done. was the dagger. They're that was done. the dagger. And, and should PSG come out at, at Camp new at the, in the next the next match if and they get one that's that's it it's, that's it. it's done if yeah they get it's it, done barcelona they need six <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Oh my God, and i yeah. mean for, granted from yesterday they had one shot on goal i don't think they're gonna get six no, I don't think, yeah if anybody can do it though but if it, it's if, messi if anyone, suarez and neymar if, not if anyone can that doesn't mean they No, i'm right. i'm saying uh, that's not what i'm saying but i think that Neymar on his form that he's currently in, I don't know if he's ranked as if he can be ranked among some of the top attackers in the world. Right. So maybe I kind of reel that statement back just a he's, little bit. He I mean, hasn't Suarez been having the greatest season, but no, he has not. He's been off form for a lot of this oh, year. Oh yeah, it something's up with him. I don't know. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and there was maybe a little speculation that he's going to leave. I don't know, but I'm not going to answer that. No, We're not going to so. dig deep into that <laughs> yeah. there. But um, but he. The the thing in a game like this, even if Neymar and Suarez are in bad form, in a game like this, this is a big game. They go down. You need these guys to step up, and sometimes you got to create for yourself when you're a great forward and when your midfield is underperforming. And they they didn't do that. They didn't they didn't take matters into their own hands the way that you would expect a great trio like right. those three to do. Absolutely. They did, they, yeah. they didn't they didn't show up. They didn't come to play. Yeah. Speaking they, they, of an attacker who didn't come up and who didn't show up yesterday That's Pierre nice Emerick Aubameyang wow had what one a, of the one of the scuff. worst he won Dalowski did out, yeah. out to lunch out to lunch <laughs> one of he the checked out yesterday one of his worst performances in a Dortmund shirt had about four chances that he should have put away on his own including the penalty yeah which so by three, the way he's missed three, three of, of his, his last four. four yeah, yeah three of his last four in penalties. All why put him on that you've got you've got to put Something's somebody else on yeah you've got like, to put someone else on that penalty when he when a t- player is playing as badly <laughs> As Aubameyang was in that game, you cannot give him the penalty. You yeah, can't. You that's just that's just poor management Mar- and Marco poor Royce leadership. Is out there. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why? yeah Marco, let him take the penalty. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. Have a def- have a center back or someone take it. Have a captain take right. it. Yeah. Like, like, leadership. Like someone like, that. like uh, clearly it wasn't Aubameyang's day. No. Like, it just wasn't. Yeah. It, even t- scratch the whole. You know, he's missed three out of his last four, including yesterday's penalty. It just wasn't his day, no, and, and you know when things aren't going your way in, in he a was game. Missing sitters, yeah. Exactly. You know, let someone else take yeah. the penalty. You know, you're trying I mean, to get back into this game here, and I clearly like Dortmund played well yesterday. They just they couldn't finish. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they the did. Problem. They did play well, which was I mean, I mean relatively encouraging. 
um, if you were watching, if you're if you're a fan of Dortmund and you were watching that game, they had the 14 shots. They had the 70 percent possession. It's one nil against a fairly exactly, yeah. weak Benfica and, team. And, They'll and be the, fine. Yeah, the, I, I I'm not concerned about them in the second leg. But man, Obama Yang. That was that was scary. Yeah, though that it, I would I would say scary. It wouldn't it was, go that far, but it was to uh, me like, the things they were missing. It was like that's a world class that's a world class striker. There was one where he was standing basically in front of the goal. Yeah, and there was a turnover in the box. Some Benfica player I forget who it was made a stupid turnover, and the Dorman player sent it right across the box. And Aubameyang was way too late, and like st- all he had yeah. to do was just stick his leg out at the and, right and time. If, if he was paying attention. But he wasn't. He was like looking down, and all of a sudden he sees the ball coming. It's already past him, and he sticks his leg his out. His mind was elsewhere. Yeah, and, exactly. And, like, and it's a shame. It is. If 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 you're a Dortmund fan, this is nothing really to worry about. I'd say because Dortmund played well. Granted, they didn't score. Benfica had one shot on goal, and it was off the corner. Yeah. And as yeah. as Mitro. as my, as my old Mitro soccer <laughs> soccer coach used to tell us. When you play a team that you know you're out playing, when it comes down to, don't give them set pieces. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's yeah. how that's a team like score. that scores. Yeah, it's where yeah. they score. Yeah, and they did, and and clearly, Dortmund suffered from that. But I'm fine. It was away. Yeah, if you come back, I home, wouldn't be worried. It's a one goal. I the, mean, they're, the they're clearly wall. better than clearly. They'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. It'll probably be. A, it'll. I'll say. I'll give a two nil. Yeah, I think two nil. I think two nil's fair. I, I think, think Aubameyang gets a goal to kind of uh, yeah, exercise I think, those demons. I, I think it think, could be. Uh, I think it could be a big, a bigger margin than two nil if if they if they get one in the yeah. way the, the way they no played, Benfica's the, the the opening for the their lives. Yeah, but the the way that the way they played the way they dominated in possession and with shots in this last game that they lost if they get one in. That could open the floodgates. I'm not saying that it will be higher than two, but I can see how it could very easily be three or four, if especially especially if if Benfica don't push back on them. If Benfica, I mean, I know that I know that they can just curl up and play good defense. Yeah, but, and I Christian mean, Pulisic needs to play. I'm gonna say yeah, he was, he, <laughs> no, he was great when he, he came on. He was excellent. He yeah, came on way too late. I mean, he took he took off Marco Royce, but yeah, he almost scored. Exactly. It was one. Of, it was one of the better chances. Yeah. Well, I'm a big I'm a big Christian Pulisic guy. He's got a great first name. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he just he's a soccer guy. Who, yeah, who, look at he's a soccer yeah. guy. He, who who isn't a big fan of Chris, uh, Alexi Lalas is a huge fan of Christian oh, Pulisic. Yeah. I mean, come on, he references every him every American chance that he soccer can. fan is a big fan of Christian. Absolutely, you want to talk about Pulisic? Talk to Tyler Bailey about that because he <laughs> he will he will go on and on about that. All right, we spent 15 minutes on the Champions League, everybody. Let's talk. Wow. Nice little time yeah. to talk about Champions League. Let's talk about a, uh, a player who is currently in the Champions League, going to a a club. That is not in the Champions League, and that's Antoine Griezmann to Manchester United. A lot of speculation surrounding him and a potential move to England. Manchester United is probably the most likely club that he's going to go to. People have been throwing his name out and linking him with United for years now, it seems. He'd almost certainly take the number seven David Beckham number because that's what he wears at uh it was actually uh, it was his idol growing up. Really? Yeah, Beckham no, it's, yeah, it's up. another it's another so thing of that. So there's a lot that. of things. Yeah, time, exactly. time to United, number seven. But a, a lot of things came out yesterday. Griezmann said he's happy in Madrid. He says it, it would be a, a huge change to his personal life if he was to move to England. I mean, think about. I mean, this is not a great example, but David de Gea when he moved to England first, he didn't really want to. He got he kind of got sold by Atletico because. 
uh, Vandersar retired and United desperately needed to keep her. They brought in De Gea, and he really, really struggled in that first season. So that whole personal life change really makes a difference on these players. And I think Griezmann saw that and thought, maybe I don't want to go through a stage it, like oh, that. Oh, it's huge. It's and we've discussed huge. this. He wouldn't really fit that well in the BPL. We've discussed this at length before. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm not convinced that his style of play would be. I mean, he's he's too talented to not have exactly. some success in the Premier League, but I don't think he would be as successful as he has been at Atletico. No, I agree. And I Personally, I, I would like to see him go. To United, I I'm not. I'm not a United. I'm not a United supporter, but I feel as if it would be a nice move, and be good for I, the league. I, I, exactly. Yeah, and it would I, be good. And I just personally don't see how, like, where else he would go. And yeah. and he was and he was mentioning how like the clubs that he would go to. Like he can't he can't go to Real. No, he no. can't he can't go to Barcelona. They have the, they have the three up there. Yeah, no. And he he said he didn't want to go to Germany. He doesn't really like the Bundesliga. So I'll t- he, I'll, France. I'll, I'll ask you guys this: Where is he gonna play at United? Because Mourinho is not gonna change from this four-two-three-one anytime soon. Where is he gonna play? Is he gonna put him on the left? Is he gonna take over for Ibrahimovic? I know he might get some starts at striker, but where is that, he gonna play? But that, but see that that's a real I know question he's played left. I, I know he's played left mid in the past, but right now he's an uh, he's an out and out striker right now. So he he should be a striker. He, he, he should, should be. be. He should be and. The, but like, there's a lot of questions at United that have to be answered. Like one, Ibra's not the answer long term. No, so, everybody so, knows that. So obviously, Ibra's time should be coming to an end. At he's United. 35. I, I love, yeah. I love him. He's honestly my favorite player. But it, it's time for Man United to move on. Yeah. And you got to build around your future. So you got guys like Pogba. You have De Gea in goal. You got a lot of young guys there. Martial. You have Rashford. So. Mourinho really has to think about what am I doing, and Griezmann would be a nice addition to United, and you know you have Pogba there; they're great friends. You have you have a lot of of, of French country, like fellow countrymen there, so he would he would not the lifestyle change wouldn't be that huge. Yeah, and I I feel as if he's kind of making these excuses, I, and he's twenty six years old. So he's kind of going into like the prime of his career now, right? Yeah. And a move to the Premier League would be huge for him. Will he fit in at United? Who knows? That it, comes it's, down. It it's, remains to be seen. He's a very similar player, in my opinion, to Angel Di Maria. Yes. Smaller, yeah. quick, got a lot of finesse, but not necessarily a ton of power. And you saw how Di Maria worked out at United. Obviously, he still is right. to this day celebrating that goal against Leicester. <laughs> he, he was never the, never the same after that game, which was like in September. But uh, yeah, well, it remains to be seen whether I think he will leave. He will definitely leave Atletico. You, Rich, you were lining up a lot of these different teams where he could go. I know you said he doesn't like the Bundesliga. I don't really see him ever playing it at a at. At Bayern, which is the only team that's big enough for him in that league, he won't go to PSG yet. He might go there later in his career. I I could definitely see him going back to France at some point. Maybe, maybe he could go to Barcelona at some point. Maybe if he stays I with just, Atletico for a year and then he goes to Barcelona. I don't know if that's the I, right fit yeah, for him. Exactly. I I, I, just, I just didn't like how you discounted them so quickly. They are Barcelona. They're the biggest club in the world. They could buy anyone they, they well, wanted. Well, they could, but like, and with Neymar I, I, not if, playing if the way that he at, living up to his. Uh, previous previous form, right? I'm just I was just saying, like, if you really look at Barcelona, though, and and for in Griezmann's perspective, you have to go there and then fight for a spot. You're a guy who's like, I'm I'm the star here. 
Right. He is I, a star, I'm, and he, he, he shouldn't is. have to fight for his exactly. spot. And and that that's why I think it would be incredibly foolish of Manchester United if they got Griezmann and did anything other than just put him at striker every game. They, they, I mean, if like Ibrahimovic, like whoever you have at striker, it, Griezmann's the star, and yeah. it's gonna it maybe it might take him a while to transition to the Premier League, and he might struggle at first. But you got to stick with your stars, and I think I think I think it would be just ridiculously foolish if they didn't do that. If they didn't at least try to get Griezmann and put him up top for every, you know, at every available opportunity. Bit of a change of gears here. We'll switch from a player who might go to the BPL to the BPL itself. We'll talk about how it is, how it's shaping up at the top of the league right now. We got Chelsea, who are now eight points clear at the top, 60 points next with Manchester City second on 52. I want to get your guys' opinion. I have my opinion about Chelsea's performance on Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. They Sunday. played Sunday morning. Sunday, yes. What do you guys make of this one-one draw with Burnley? I don't. I don't make too much of it. I mean, they I, they were eight points clear. I mean, I don't see anybody co- who can come on strong enough to. Chelsea would have to collapse, and City would have to go on an right. unbelievable run of form. I just. I just think it's too much. Yeah, the one-one draw is a little concerning because it's Burnley, but I don't think it's too concerning. I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm not, exactly. I'm not concerned. I mean, it's, it's, it's. I didn't, I didn't see the goal. Burnley scored. They were, Chelsea were outshot on it was, it was a nice goal. goal. Yeah, no, it's a great goal. It was so, uh, Robbie Brady with a fantastic yeah. free kick from outside yeah, the box. I mean, it was the an first, excellent goal. The first it's, direct it's, it's, free it's, kick it's, goal that Chelsea have conceded since March 2013. Fun fact. It's wow. crazy. It's crazy to think about that. But and, it, it goes back to what you were saying about the the Dortmund Benfica game. Don't give up free kicks. Yeah, it's the set exactly. Pieces. Yeah, set yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's poor, a small I forget. Team I forget team. who gave up the foul. It was a poor, I think it might have been Matic, but it was just a poor foul. It was Matic. It yeah. was Matic. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, I remembered him. People uh, slamming him after the game for being the worst player on the pitch. Which it, Matic on his day can have some real shockers of a game. I mean, last year he was one of the worst players on the team. Last year he had some really, really horrible games. I think with Chelsea, I am by no means surprised by the draw. Uh, I think that Turf Moor is an absolute fortress this season. Burnley have 30 points. 29 of those 30 points have come at home. Yeah, right. They have one point on the road this season. Isn't that just, isn't that incredible? That's that's, that's That's pretty crazy. That's incredible to think about, that they have one point on the road this season and they sit in 12th place. That just shows you how good they are at home. They've built a a fortress at home. It's like Fort Knox out there. Yeah, really. (laughs) Turf Moor has never been a a very easy place to play, but this season it's been, it's just been incredible. But I don't think there's much to think about this. I'd rather, I'd like for the lead to be 10. Eight makes me, because one slip up, a loss to, I forget exactly who they're playing. I want to say Stoke. Let me look that up real quick. Do they play City again? Yes, they play City if again. That that would be if if Chelsea they play drop Swansea in two in a week and a half. So if Chelsea drop a, f- a few games and they go on a little bit of a skid and that and Manchester City kind of come into a stride a little bit, that's when I'd start to get a little worried heading up to that Manchester City Chelsea matchup because that would be huge. They play April fifth at the Bridge. Yeah, and I th- I think I think it's possible that that happens, but I don't think a one-one draw at the turf more is reason to assume that it will happen. No, right? I, yeah. I I agree with that as well. And you saw it, if there was a one-nil loss, that would be a lot a lot that more be, cause for yeah. concern. But yeah, Pedro, it was th- the goal they scored was just classic Chelsea this season. Counterattack out wide, back into the middle. Pedro with a great with a very fortunate uh, bounce off the defender. But the 
the defenders, I know there's an injury to David Luiz, but they've got Ake and Zuma who can fill in for that. I'm not worried at all. I was actually hoping someone would get injured so Zuma can kind of prove his worth because he's a lot better than a lot of people think. I think he could end up taking Cahill's spot and Cahill's captaincy in the really? next couple of years. Ooh. I think I think he's I think Kurt Zuma when when Gary Cahill leaves, I think he may be the next captain of Chelsea in my and opinion. A- and Ake is a great a great oh, Ake is great as well. You yeah. saw him for Watford this season. That's why. They, that's yeah. why Chelsea recalled him. I mean, yeah. he's been he's, he's been, been fantastic he's been on their radar for years. I mean, he's been he's in, been a Chelsea player. Exactly. He's, he's been a Chelsea player years. for four or five years. But he, they, he just they kept loaning him out. Yeah, and loaned him out to Bournemouth one year, Watford this year. It might have been Watford last year and Bournemouth this year. I think is what think, it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. But, he's got um, a lot of potential. No, he does absolutely. Got great hair. Oh, fantastic! That's the most important thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's got he's got great hair. Look good, play good, feel good. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think that uh, I don't think there's any there's too much cause for concern. We'll see how these next few games go. They've got a a real tricky test on the road against Wolves in the FA Cup. I think the FA Cup is very very important for Chelsea this season. I think really I think the double would go a huge huge way for Chelsea in the future. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to win the FA Cup. I would be more happy if they won the FA Cup because the league has kind of been Chelsea's to lose, but the FA Cup has been something that we've struggled in ever since winning it back in 2012. So I would be more happy to see them win the FA Cup than to win the league. I know that sounds kind of backwards, but it'd be more of a... uh, It'd be more thrilling, I guess, is is the word. There, there's like a different, there's a different uh, feeling to like a cut, like a cup, oh, absolutely. A cup yeah. game yeah. rather than oh, absolutely. rather than the league. I mean, I'm, I, oh, right now I'm just hoping they don't choke. If they win the FA Cup, that would be a great accomplishment, and to I, win another to win another double would be great. I be think great the interesting thing about the FA Cup is as if Chelsea's lead starts to grow in the league, if some of the other top teams in the Premier League maybe focus a little more on the FA Cup. So I think it could be tough for Chelsea uh, to get the double there, especially like if they're no, leading, and that's like, what I'm like saying. If, like if it, it would be like, hard. Like I don't mean to harp on this, but like if Spurs slip away, like Spurs are out of the title race at this point. But if it like, <laughs> if if Spurs wow, never thought I'd hear those well, words. But like if Spurs start to feel comfortable in the top four and they know they're out of the title race, they might put more resources into the FA Cup. Like Spurs are no, I hundred percent agree with you. So I think it, I think it is going to be tough for Chelsea. But I I mean it would be cool if they got the double. A few more things rapid fire here. Liverpool are they back on form? No, you don't think so. It just showed how much they miss Sadio Mane. Yeah, yes. Mane's back on form. Mane is back on form, and he he's been their best player yeah, all season, it, and that's why they struggled as much as they did when but, he left. But, but, after, but after after the second goal, they did not they did not look they did not look as convincing after the second goal, and Spurs couldn't finish. Other other than that, it, it would have been a two two game if Spurs could just finish. But will Man City finish lower than second? No. Okay, I, I agree with you guys. I don't believe so. This yeah. is the Man City that we thought we would have saw earlier in right. the season. Right. Very. I'm I'm blanking on the word here, but very professional wins. They go to Bournemouth, not an easy place to play, especially if you're a Liverpool fan. You know they lost 4-3 there, but very tough place to play. A road game on a Monday night, those are always kind of difficult, and Man City went up there, took care of business, 2-0 win. Gabriel Jesus, that's a tough injury. He's going to be out for about two months. Yes, that's yeah. a real that's a real shame. It's not like they have a they're on a shortage of strikers though. They do have a guy named Sergio Aguero who is sitting on the bench behind <laughs> he's, Gabriel he's coming, Jesus. He, he had a, I think he had a pretty solid game. If I'm if I'm not correct, right? Yeah, Aguero. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, Aguero yeah. had a goal, yeah, didn't he? I, I believe so. I, he, I believe he had that he tap did, in yeah. off of uh off of Sterling's uh, cross. Yeah. Sterling Sterling's been. So, I don't know if you can put a $50 million player as underrated, but he's been very quietly good this year. People are saying, oh, Sterling's yeah. the most overrated. Have you seen him play this year? He's yeah. been he, very yeah. solid for Pep, them. Pep really brought the best out of Sterling, yes. and, and yeah. he brought the $50 million price tag. I think what when, when you say the word underrated, it's kind of like people kind of 
really took him, tore him down last year Absolutely. for how much right. he underperformed. Yeah. Yeah. And he just needed a year to get exactly. out of the – he needed a transition year. But he's he's playing quietly well this season. Arsenal, will they finish top four? Yeah, but fourth, yes. just barely. Of course, fourth. they always finish fourth. Man United, where will they finish? Sixth. You think so? Sixth or fifth. I think they Not could, higher I, than fifth. I, I, I think they could pull out top four. I'm going to go third. I, I really, I really, they're getting a good run of form momentum. right now. There's momentum at They're getting Idle a Trafford. real good run of form. That's what I'm, I'm with Rich on this one. They, they're getting, they've get, they're getting really. Mar- Mourinho's figuring it out. He is. And Ibra's got a lot of goals this season. The Europa League is might, might what kills them because if they end up getting kind of stuck into right. that, that might hurt them in the long run. But hey, if they win it, that's a free Champions exactly. League spot no matter where they finish. Which so. is, which is what, which is something that they, might think about is you know they really could think like maybe I really want that Europa to win the Europa League and then be like ah you know what I'll hold back on the top four finish and then you could possibly pull Griezmann away who knows no exactly you've got it you've got to you be in the need, Champions you League need if you're the cha- get, yes. that's yeah that was yeah. the big question that I was going to say about Super. Griezmann is you really need that Champions League spot to really pull him away they are not going to get Griezmann if they're not in the Champions League if they yeah. finish if they finish fifth or sixth again but anyway before we conclude I just want to say uh, good congratulations to Clint Dempsey, cleared to play for the U.S. national yeah, team and the Seattle good, Sounders good again. Good congratulations to him. Hopefully he uh, gets the captaincy back from Coach uh, Bruce Arena because yeah. Michael Bradley has not done that captaincy a very uh, a very good service recently. But anyway, this has been the FUVFC podcast. Rich Franco, a very dejected Christian Hoban. We'll, we'll see. Ne- we'll, we'll see. We'll see you guys next. You'll week. be all right.